Welcome to the Up and Running Podcast, where we talk about all things related to running and really great food. Hello and welcome to the Up and Running Podcast. Thank you so much for those of you who've already started listening to the podcast and for those of you who've left a rating on iTunes. So I am starting to capture ratings and it's really great to see that. Ratings are important because once you do that, it helps create bandwidth, if you will. It helps promote the show. More people are then aware of that the show exists and I can actually tailor content specifically to what you're looking for. So if there's particular topics that you're interested in around the sport of running and or you have suggestions for some really great food that you'd like me to talk about, please leave those. Please leave those in your comments on iTunes. Um, you can also email me at upandrunningpodcast at gmail.com or you can direct message me on my Instagram page, which is at runwitpaul. That's at R-U-N-W-I-T-P-A-U-L. So let's get into the topic of of today for the show. And that topic is time to run, finding time to run. I'm a very a good example of somebody that, you know, always has to work to get my running in. I travel for my job. And aside from traveling for work, I have a family. So family commitments are very important to me. And I really always want to make time to spend time with my wife and my kids. And so I have to figure out a time where I can get my running in where it doesn't interrupt that. Uh, You know, I I really try to preserve that time as do many of you. So today I'm going to talk about finding time to run and how, how the best way for you to do that is. So all of us have super busy schedules. If it's not work demands, it's some other demand in our time. And so the sport of running um, is a particular sport that just takes time. You know, if you're someone that likes to go to the gym and work out, lift weights, um, that takes time as well. If you're training for a marathon, for example, that takes a lot more time. So you might be finding yourself on the weekends doing long runs And a long run is going to range anywhere from an hour to, it could be over two and a half hours long if you're you're training for a marathon, especially on that final long run before the event. So how do you go ahead and seek out the time, make the time, and fit it into your busy schedule? Well, I'm going to talk about my personal experience. And so... I'm a morning runner, and what I have found in my life is that morning running is just the best time for me to get my runs done. Um, I started as a morning runner all the way back in college, and running for the cross-country team at Cal State Fullerton, we started practices very early. We we started at 6 a.m., so as you can imagine, uh, being a student athlete, you the, the, the coach really works to make a practice time that fits everybody's schedule. So having a 9 a.m. first class, uh, by the time we were done with practice, I was able to shower, get everything done, and then make it to my first class. So for me, I I think that I really picked up the habit 
of running in the early morning all the way back then, many years ago. And again, I mentioned that running in the morning is really great for me because I'm able to get my run in and I mentioned my family. So oftentimes when I'm not traveling and when I'm not on the road, I can get my run in really early and then by the time I'm done, you know, let's say it's a Saturday morning, my family's waking up and then I get to spend that time with them and I haven't missed any time with them. So, um, and it's just good for me. Um, you know, I would say I'm a competitive person. I'm somebody who has quite a bit of energy and I find that expending that energy early in the morning is a good thing for me. Um, it makes me a lot more calm during the day. It makes me um, just have an opportunity to have thinking time for myself to maybe think about some work stuff I have to think about or if there's a solution I'm trying to find for a work problem, I can kind of figure that stuff out and work it through as I'm out on my run uh, with my own thoughts. So running in the morning does a lot of really positive things for me. Um, there's no doubt that running releases endorphins. We we know that there's a lot of studies that support that. And I think, uh, you know, personally, you just know that running, uh, does good things for you when you just feel better all day. You have more energy in some ways. You even feel more alert to the things that are around you. You almost have a heightened sense of, um, smell and taste and vision and hearing. At least I feel like I kind of do. I just feel that much sharper with everything after I've had my run. So some of you like me are on the roads, you're traveling, you know, maybe you're finding yourself in weather conditions at home that really are conducive to running on the treadmill. Maybe it's snowing outside, maybe it's raining really hard, or you just don't want to run outside. So you're on the treadmill. You know, treadmill running is underrated. There's a lot of really great things I believe that you can do and that you can't do when you're running outside that you can do when you're on the treadmill. For example, if I'm traveling, I often find that I'm doing runs on treadmills early in the morning. Um, I really prefer to run outside. That's my favorite absolute type of a run is to be outside in the sunshine and, you know, running on trails or running wherever it is I'm running. I absolutely love to be outside, but sometimes you can't be. Sometimes you have to get on a treadmill. And I do that a lot. So um, I do a lot of treadmill running in hotels. So what I do when I'm doing that is I utilize that space that's there on sort of that, that computer board, right? It's either a, a television, depending on what treadmill you're on. If you're on a lifetime treadmill, a lot of those have a little television screen. You can watch live TV. Some of them have pre-programming in them where it simulates that you're running at a park or you're running along the ocean. Or Those are really cool kind of takes your your visual into a different place and you're not just on the treadmill. Or if you have work to catch up on, you can also conduct some work while you're on the treadmill. You can read through emails. You can even respond to emails. Uh, I've been running for a very long time on treadmill, so I am able to run on a treadmill, read off of an iPad type device or tablet, and I can actually uh, respond back um, Albeit, I have to be careful, but I can get my fingers going every so often after I take those steps and I can actually do some work. Um, another thing that I like to do when I'm on the treadmill is I listen to podcasts. And uh, I find that that makes the time go by even quicker. 
So as you can see, I, I am very functional with a treadmill. Um, and I'm sure many of you are as well. You probably have a lot of other things that you have found you've been able to do really, really well while running on a treadmill. So I mentioned that running outside is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every opportunity that I have to run outside, I take. And I mentioned also that I'm a morning runner. So uh, for many of you who are also early morning runners, you will relate to this. There's something really, really awesome about running early in the morning. Um, I often start in the dark. And so I get that opportunity to watch the sunrise. And I like photography. So I've mentioned before on the show that I like to have my phone with me all the time. It's also a great opportunity for me to catch great sunrise shots. So um, I really, really relish morning running because of those things. I like to be in nature. I like to just experience all those things. And it's all done in the quiet of the morning because there's really not a whole lot of people out. There's not a lot of traffic. So there's not a lot of distractions. You know, you can really be in your own space and time in the early morning. So you can hear that I have a passion for waking up early and running in the morning. But you might not be a morning runner. And so it might be just something you've never done before. And I can relate to that. I wasn't always a morning runner. You know, running uh, at Cal State Fullerton is really what got me into that. That's where that started. It just so happened that the team met early. That's how coach wanted to do it and had done it for many years. So I didn't have uh, much of a choice. Uh, it's just something that it became. It's just something I fell into. But if you're trying to make that transition into becoming a morning runner, you know, food uh, is an important thing for some people. Some people wake up and immediately their mind and their body trigger and they got to eat something. Um, there are other people that don't need anything at all to go out for a morning run in their stomach. And I'm one of those. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the importance of food and, you know, some choices that you can make. Um, and then also just being conscious and mindful about not taking too much food because um, that the can really be detrimental you to you on the run. is so important in the sport of running because you can really derail yourself from getting your workout in if you time your food wrong. If you eat too much or you eat too little, either one of those situations can make you not get out for your workout. And I've faced both of those many, many times. So, so let's talk about you know, trying to get into a morning routine as a runner when you're somebody who really needs to grab something to eat before you head out on your run. As I mentioned, I don't need a lot of food before I run. In fact, I prefer not to eat anything uh, because when I do eat something, it I find it weighs me down. I'm not as, um, I just don't feel as light. I don't feel as comfortable when I have something in my stomach out on the run. And so I know there's a lot of people like that, but I also know that there are a lot of people who need something in their stomach before they head out. I had a lot of teammates on the cross country team at Fullerton that absolutely ate something before our morning runs. Um, so when it comes to selecting something that is going to be substantive enough for you, 
to keep you from getting hungry on your morning run, you know, you got to find that right thing that's right for you. And sometimes that takes trial and error. So I'm going to start just by naming a few uh, things that do work for me if I happen to be getting a little bit hungry before I head out on my run. One of the number one things that I reach for that works really well for me is a banana. And all I need is one banana. Um, any more than one is starts to get to be a little too heavy for me. Uh, you know, that first mile of the run, I'll feel that sitting in my stomach and I'll just be uncomfortable. So a banana is something really that works good for me. Another thing is a piece of toast like with jelly on it. Again, something really light. If I put peanut butter on that, for example, it's a little heavy. It takes longer for me to digest that and I'll feel that on my run. So I try not to put peanut butter on a piece of bread or a bagel. I'll go with, um, I'll go with jelly, something lighter. Um, another thing that works for me is like trail mix. So I can eat trail mix. I can eat like a, a handful of raw almonds that has uh, enough in it and with it that will keep me satiated as I go out on my run. Um, so you can see that my examples are I'm putting something in my stomach to make sure it's not rumbling. And so my mind isn't thinking about, well, you know, I'm actually hungry right now on this run but something that's going to give me enough fuel so I'm not focused on eating. I'm just out on my run. I'm enjoying my run and I have the energy to complete my run. Something I stay away from to, as a food uh, item before a morning run is a bowl of cereal. I won't eat a bowl of cereal. You might find that a bowl of cereal is actually the ideal thing. It's perfect for you, um, but that doesn't work well for me. Um, I'm lactose intolerant, so while I can have regular whole milk, um, I can't have a lot of it always. And uh, sometimes just the milk and the cereal um, just creates this perfect, perfect sort of like weigh me down kind of thing in my stomach that isn't isn't just the best thing for me to go out and run on. So, you know, if you're trying to transition and become a morning runner. That's something you're just going to have to experiment with. Um, and if you find it works for you, then you've hit something solid that will probably always work for you. But again, it'll come from trial and error. Um, oatmeal is something that some people like to have as well. So I've listed several things there that uh, for me are good options. You might find that some of those are good for you. And you might find that some of those are not good for you at all. And you might have some other suggestions that are completely different from the things that I listed. Um, and I'd love to hear those. I'd love to hear those. You know, send those to me on my Instagram. You can direct message some comments. Um, I'd really love to hear what works well for you as pre-run fuel for morning runs. I'm also a big fan of coffee. I love coffee. So... Sometimes I have coffee before I go out on my morning run. And, you know, with anything that you're drinking so that you're, you're ingesting, you have to kind of be mindful of the volume that you're taking in and the timing of when you're having that before the run. Because if you take too much, if you have too much of a liquid, then that can really lend itself to giving you side stitches really quick when you're out on the run and just making you overall uncomfortable. So... Um, what I do is I happen to have a, an espresso machine. So 
I will have some espresso. I can do that. It doesn't bother me. In fact, a lot of times it, it does me a lot of good. It gives me a boost of energy while I'm out on my run. Um, so I like to do that. I like to have some espresso before I head out on my run sometimes. And I know a lot of you do as well. I've seen a lot of posts on a lot of your Instagram uh, pages uh, about how much you really love having coffee. So having coffee before a run um, is not a bad thing. You just have to watch how much of it you take and uh, be sure that you don't take so much that it actually works against you while you're out there and you know creates a situation where you find yourself dehydrated. So keeping in line with the topic of being a morning runner, the last thing I want to close on on this topic here is if you're making that transition from being someone who isn't typically doing morning runs and getting your workout in early, um, then here's something that might help you. Planning your run in advance is really important. So if you want to make that transition to starting to get up early and getting your run in, you know, before you start your entire day, you really want to do a couple of things. One is you want to set that time. You want to know what time you're planning on going out. And you want to also set yourself an alarm. So that way it'll wake you up. You want to have your clothes all laid out already. Um, one of the things that can certainly keep you from getting out as you've planned is you go to get ready to go out for a run and you can't find your shorts. You can't find your your shirt that you're going to wear, you know, having your stuff all together is just going to be a lot more simple to get out the door as you had planned. If you use a running watch and you need to charge that running watch, like an Apple watch, make sure it's charged the night before. Um, and then also think about how much time it's going to take you to get dressed and get ready. Um, so let's say you want to run at 6 a.m. and you want to be out the door at 6 a.m. Well, then you probably want to get up around 545, give yourself that 15 minutes to get dressed and do everything else you need to take care of and then get out the door at 6 a.m. If you're someone that's going to need to eat something before you go out, then give yourself enough time to do that as well. So planning is really essential to make sure that you stay on target with getting out early in the morning. I mentioned earlier that I started running or became a morning runner back in college. Uh, but prior to, to that, I was running in the afternoons. Uh, so in high school, we would train in the afternoons. Um, so I wanted to just touch on that very briefly. If, if you're an, an evening runner, for example, you run at night or late afternoon, um, timing of food is important as well. It's the same topic applies. So for me, um, if I'm going to be running at night and I know I'll be running let's say it's 6 p.m. because that's generally if I am going to do a night run, that's usually when I start my run. Um, I have to have something to eat. Like I have to have a snack usually around between 3.30 and 4 o'clock. And it's got to be something that's going to stick with me for you know the next couple of hours so that when I'm getting ready to do my night run, I'm really not concerned about food. I'm not feeling hungry. I'm pretty much ready to go. Um, so you know, when you're thinking about, well, what should I eat as an afternoon snack? Generally, it can be something that's a little more, um, you know, substantial, a little more significant. Uh, I can actually, you know, at that time, I can eat peanut butter. I can eat, um, you know, I might even have um, something more like a couple of bananas, like 
for the morning run, it's usually one banana, but in the afternoon I could do two. I might even have, um, like a shake or something, you know, like, a um, a fruit shake, like from Jamba juice or something like that. Or I could eat a bagel, an entire bagel, um, will stick with me for a while. So, um, I kind of have my set things that I go to and those are some of the ones that I, I usually will have. So that way I'm not concerned about food and I have enough in me that'll carry me through that evening run before I have dinner. That's crazy good. A few weeks ago, I traveled to the Bay Area and I had dinner at a really awesome place called Skates on the Bay. Skates on the Bay is located in the Berkeley Marina. So a little bit of history about Skates on the Bay. It's known as a Berkeley original. Skates on the Bay is a beautiful and historic waterfront gathering place for fresh seafood and unmatched views of the San Francisco Bay. They offer lunch, brunch, and dinner all year round. It originally opened in 1984 in the Berkeley Marina, and they've done some enhancements to it where they've added a private dining room, a raw bar, and they changed their menu Uh, And the menu is also very locally driven with regard to um, the seafood that is at their disposal. So what they're catching at the time. So when I dined at Skates on the Bay, I had their Chipino. So if you're not familiar with Chipino, what it is, it's basically a fish stew. It's a very rich, hearty fish stew. So, and by the way, I had done my run before I had dinner there, so I was very hungry. Um, and then I also, sometimes after I've done my run, um, I'm craving salt. I don't know about you, but if you're anything like me, after I've sweated a lot and you know I've done my workout, I, I kind of want something salty. I think that's really my body saying I need, you know, it needs to replenish the salt that it's lost. So this is right up that alley, the Chipino. So let me tell you what's in it. It has tempura battered soft shell crab, jumbo prawns, clams, mussels, fresh fish, and it's all inside of a tomato, garlic, and white wine broth. Oh, it was crazy good. Ask your waiter for a side of sourdough and dip that sourdough bread into the broth. It's absolutely amazing. So if you're in the Bay Area, in the Berkeley Marina, make sure you stop off at Skates on the Bay. You won't regret it. I've posted pictures of my Chipino that I had on my Instagram page. So check that out. Take a look at it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Up and Running Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, please take a moment to give me a rating on iTunes and write a review. It doesn't take but for a second to write a review. I'm really interested in your feedback. What do you think about the show? What are some topics that you'd like to hear about with regard to running? And if you have a suggestion for a really great place that you absolutely love to eat send that to me. Tell me what that is. You can direct message me on Instagram. You can email me at upandrunningpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Have a great run and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.